hello, how you doing? Ho, 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 Merry Christmas and all that stuff. Uh, yes, you'll notice I said Merry Christmas and not Happy Holidays. Step all that censoring what you say in case you offend someone. Business is too much of that, if you ask me. Merry Christmas. I hope you had a good one. Hope you had a good Boxing Day, as we call it in the UK, the day after Christmas Day, when turkey is consumed to excess. And hopefully that's the only thing you consumed to excess. So uh, today in the Happy Sober podcast, I want to talk about something called the pink cloud syndrome. Uh, you may have heard the phrase, but not from me, because I think in 14 years of doing this, I've mentioned it maybe two or three times. Why? I'll tell you in a minute. Firstly, let me remind you, if you are worried about your drinking, do not be one of the 99% who just sit on the fence and do nothing about it. Take action. You have no excuse. You cannot say, I can't afford it. I don't want to spend the money because I give away my best-selling book, Alcohol Light, to me absolutely free of charge. So if you want a copy, go to the website, stopdrinkingexpert.com. All right. So pink cloud syndrome. Uh, first of all, uh, why are we talking about it today? Well, I got an email from Laura and it's a very good one. So let's jump in and address this here. Hi, Craig. I'm over two weeks into the course. I've been on a high since quitting drinking it for a few weeks, going out for days with the kids, seeing friends that I disconnected from and feeling great about the future. I've noticed a strong shift in mood over the last few days, almost like a come down. I've read about pink cloud syndrome and I wondered what your experience of that is and more importantly, how you recommend tackling the transition out of it. I don't feel any craving or urge to drink, but suddenly very flat and lacking in enjoyment. I'm not thinking I'd enjoy this if I had a drink in my hand. I just don't seem to be able to take genuine pleasure in things that I would expect to enjoy. I feel like I'm acting happy and it's really tiring. I'd love to hear your thoughts, Laura. Great email, great question. All right, first. What is pink cloud syndrome? Um, it is uh, generally a period of euphoria that comes in the initial stages of sobriety. Uh, it's a sensation of optimism, of joy, of happiness, of pride. All these positive emotions come flooding into your life uh, you, because you've done something that's difficult. You've quit drinking and you've noticed how good life feels. You're waking up with energy, well-rested. You're having good time with your family and your children and your friends. Uh, you haven't got a hangover. You've got more money in your pocket. And you're noticing all these amazing things happening in your life. And you feel euphoric. And they say, this is the pink cloud. And you might think, well, that sounds great, Craig. Why don't you talk about it more often? And the short answer is because I don't like labels. I don't like labels, whether they're good or bad, because generally I think they're pointless and sometimes counterproductive. And this is why AA just didn't work for me. Well, it's one of the reasons in that I didn't want to accept their label. You know, when I went to AA, they said, OK, here's your label. You're a dirty, broken alcoholic. There's your label and you'll have that for the rest of your life. Even if you stay sober for the rest of your life, you'll still carry that label with you because you're a dirty, broken, useless alcoholic. And I thought, I don't know. And, you know, I'm not a broken individual. I've got success in my life. I've got a nice home. I've got two wonderful children. I'm married. I've got a car in the drive. I've got a roof over my head. I've got a career. I'm the patron of a children's charity. I don't want your nasty little label. I don't believe I am an alcoholic because the label alcoholic implies that the problem is with me and not with the highly addictive drug 
that's being peddled in Walmart and in every shop in every city in every country. It's not my problem that there are addictive drugs in the world and if human beings take them, they get addicted. That's insane to put the blame on someone else. So the AA label of you're an alcoholic, do one. I don't want it. And I don't believe labels serve much of a purpose in life. But in my experience, my view of them is they're just self-soothing actions generally. You know, I talk about this in my book, Unleashed. You know, bad people don't label themselves as bad people, do they? You know, Hitler didn't say, oh, I'm a terrible person. Hitler's mother didn't say, oh, my son's evil and terrible. She would have loved him. So what's the point of a label then if it's completely subjective? You know, most of the time we label other people to be bad and evil because it makes us feel better about us, ourselves. Oh, we're better than that person because they're bad. I'm a good person. They're a bad person. What is the point of all this nonsense? The bad person doesn't believe they're bad, doesn't believe you're good. So this is all just words, airy-fairy, self-soothing nonsense, right? So I just don't see the point of it. You know, people say, I'm a good parent. I'm a loyal friend. I'm a good person. Well, according to who? According to you. And what does that matter? What, you know, your review of yourself has no value at all. This is why Amazon doesn't let you review your own products. Your critique of your own personality. <laughs> Look, we'll just accept it's good, all right? Well, yeah, five stars, we get it. So there's no point in labels, right? The whole pink cloud syndrome label, apologies if we have some internet problems here, it's looking a bit uh, slow, not much I can do. Um, the whole pink cloud syndrome is a problem for me in that it implies that it is something that happens external of you and it's a limited time thing, that it will come to an end. And Laura, you know, your email's great. But the main thing I'm going to suggest to you here is I think you're overthinking it. Uh, and that's a crime we're all guilty of, overthinking what's happening, all right? Look, it is natural that when you first experience the joy of sobriety, you're euphoric about it, you're optimistic, you're enjoying it, because it's all new to you. You've probably spent decades not being aware of how good life actually feels. So for the first, you know, weeks you're skipping around like oh my god oh wow look at the colors oh wow everything is amazing you can't expect that to last forever you know you don't go and see a movie and enjoy it and then you're happy for the rest of your life do you you go and see a movie you enjoy it you think about it for a couple of days you think that was a really good movie i really enjoyed that you don't continue doing that because life just carries on life is a is a moment and to think that, you know, you achieve sobriety and then you're happy ever after, it doesn't make a lot of sense because life happens. You know, and you're, you're emailing me this question in the winter when there's less available daylight. You could be suffering from any number of things, you know, seasonal adjustive disorder. You could just not be getting enough vitamin D because you're not getting enough sunlight. Maybe, you know, the weather's getting you down. Maybe, maybe relatives who've come for Christmas are getting you down. What you mustn't do is assume that everything that happens is now connected to alcohol in some way. 
Oh, I feel down. Oh, it's because I'm not drinking. Oh, I feel happy. It's because I'm not drinking. Labeling things like that is a waste of time. It's evidence of overthinking, and it's not really productive. It's about staying in the moment, Laura, not saying, oh, I don't feel as happy as I did yesterday. I hope I feel more happy tomorrow. Because all the time that you're doing this, you're not living in the present moment. You're living in the past or the future, which are both periods of time that don't exist. And this is probably the biggest mistake of mankind, is to not be fully present. Enjoy the moment. Don't compare it to ones that have gone before. Don't predict what will come in the future. Just be in the moment. So, in short, the pink cloud syndrome, look, maybe it exists, maybe it doesn't. Um, from my point of view, it doesn't make a lot of sense to give it a name. It, it, it's, it's natural that you would, you would feel good after stopping drinking diluted poison on a regular basis. So it doesn't need a name. It's just a natural occurrence. But, you know, like Zig Ziglar used to say, motivation is a bit like bathing. You don't just do it once and then you're motivated for the rest of your life. He recommends bathing is done daily. And so if you're feeling like you've lost direction, or you're feeling that you're not getting enjoyment, you're not motivated, then you need to make a change in your life. You need to change direction. You need to take some action. You need to take responsibility for it. To blame it, on something external like the lack of alcohol or alcohol being present is to fail to take responsibility. And the single biggest thing you can do to make positive change in your life is to take 100% responsibility for everything in it, the good stuff and the bad stuff. Now, you'll notice that I use the word very carefully, responsibility, and not fault or blame. People get very upset when I say, you've got to take 100% responsibility for your life and where you are today. And people in victim mode, they will go, oh, you don't know how terrible my life has been. I was abused and I was being fired by my boss and I've been treated terribly. And I'm not asking you to be at fault or to be blamed for all the terrible things that have happened to you. I'm asking you to be responsible and to say, okay, this has happened and now I'm doing this. So it's just... Snap yourself out of the overthinking, Laura. It, it don't give alcohol more power than it's due. It's not dominating your life. It's not going to dictate whether you're happy or sad. Those things will happen regardless of whether you have alcohol in your life or not. They are two separate incidents. Do not meld them together. All right? Uh, so stop the overthinking. Stop the labeling. And try and be just present in the moment with your sobriety. If you need any more help, drop me an email, craig at craigbeck.com. And if you have a challenge with alcohol uh, and you think I can make you a video and give you a few pointers, then please email me as well, craig at craigbeck.com. Or you can do it via the website at stopdrinkingexpert.com. Thanks for watching and have a fantastic New Year's Eve. And I wish you a very happy, sober 2024. See you soon.